What's going on, everyone? This is Oliver Fernandez, and this is The Imperfect Entrepreneur. At the age of 26, my business was half a million dollars in debt. As an entrepreneur, you get pushed around. The question I faced was, how would I crawl out from underneath the debt and grow my business? The exciting part is, I have a multi-million dollar business now. But the truth is, there is no perfect entrepreneur. Join me and follow along as I share with you the mindset and business strategies needed to grow any company. My name is Oliver Fernandez. Welcome to the Imperfect Entrepreneur. I want to welcome you all to the Imperfect Entrepreneur. I'm so glad you all have joined me here, and I've been thinking about doing this for such a long time. I'm so glad we're all finally here together. So what I want to start off with is I want to ask you all a question. How many of you, when you think about yourself, think of yourself as someone that has so much to offer the world? Yes, I thought that same way for such a long time. And it wasn't until I was able to channel that energy as a positive force that I could start offering the world what I really brought to the table. When I first started having those feelings, I was pretty young. I was probably 11, 12 years old. I was in third grade. And I really wanted to be massively successful so I could help out my mom. My mother was sick for pretty much my entire childhood. And my mom was doing everything she could to take care of my three sisters and I. I really just wanted to help her out. I wanted to see her have a better life. I had always envisioned that if I had made a lot of money, I would be able to take care of my mom. I thought that if I was successful, I would be able to support her like she had done my three sisters and I my entire life. And it was honestly pretty tough for me that my mom was supporting me and I didn't have anything really to contribute other than going to school and getting good grades. So yeah, that was my driving factor and it was the reason why I just really wanted to contribute. In my senior year in high school, I really wanted to go into the military so I could start earning money right away. I mean, the idea of the military actually scared the crap out of my mom. My mom had graduated from college, and she really wanted me to go to college, too. And she didn't want to see her son in combat, especially being her only son. She really just hated that idea. My parents had a broken relationship, and they had very, very little communication. My dad lived two hours away in Boston, Massachusetts. And growing up, we always had, like, a complicated relationship. I knew he cared about me. I mean, we would talk on the phone and I would see him for most of the weekends, but he wasn't really available during the difficult times. And honestly, he was often the creator of the difficult times. Growing up, I always knew my dad had a tough childhood and I always would kind of like give him an excuse for why he did what he did because of his own tough childhood. He never went to college and he was able to start his own construction business. So from a provider standpoint, I saw what owning a business and the resources that owning a business could actually provide. But I also felt the pain that having a business could provide when my dad went into bankruptcy. My dad also pushed for me to go to college. So I deferred making money and I went to school. While I was in Syracuse University, I got a degree in civil engineering. And after graduation, I was applying for jobs up and down the East Coast. I was looking at Boston, Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, and down south in Atlanta and Florida. I got an interview for a company in Atlanta, and I was so excited. 
I went on the interview and it went really, really well. A couple weeks passed by and I finally got a call back with good news. They offered me the job. I relocated down to Atlanta to kick off my big new career. I was so excited, so happy. And I, I couldn't wait until now I was able to like help out my mom and like provide for her like she had done my three sisters and I. I started the job and it was really weird because when I first got there, it seemed like the person that had hired me like forgot to even coordinate with the people on site that I was going to be showing up. They didn't even know I was showing up. And after about like 30 minutes of being there and waiting in the lobby, one of the team members came and got me and brought me to my little cubicle area and I was able to get set up. Work was really, really, really slow in the beginning and it was scary slow. I really didn't have anyone to train me, so I would be sitting there half the time bored to death. I was also shocked that after I got my first paycheck, there wasn't any money left over after paying my taxes, Social Security, rent for the month, groceries, and my student loans. A month into the job, the economy started losing like 200,000 jobs a month. I ended up getting laid off too. I was actually really excited at first because I was bored at the job and not growing at all, and I was absolutely miserable. A day or two went by and I started to get really, really scared. I didn't know how I was going to take care of my mom or pay any of my bills. I didn't know what to do. I had the option to go back home and be with my mom or take a fast track master's degree program in construction management at Georgia Tech. After talking over with my mom, she had encouraged me to go and get the master's degree because it's something that I was definitely interested in and had like a bunch of real estate and construction management topics that I really wanted to focus and dive deep on. My favorite class was an elective that was taught by a real estate investor during the day and a professor at night. The professor taught us all how to buy, add value to real estate, and then sell it eventually for a profit. I was really excited about this class because real estate was something I always had interest in as a kid. I was about four weeks from graduation and I got some really, really bad news. Devastating news. My mom was not considered terminally ill and would pass away a week later. I mean, I was absolutely devastated. My mom was honestly like my best friend. We would have conversations all the time. I mean, even my wife would even say, like, she always would wonder, like, who's all we're always talking to? He's always talking with women on the phone. And it was like, it was always my mom and my three sisters. And we just always had such a close relationship. And I respected her so much for what she had given me. And now all of a sudden this person was gone. I was working so hard to provide for her, and now I wasn't able to provide for her like I'd always dreamed of doing. And I was totally lost in the moment until I remembered a promise that I'd made to my mom. That promise was that I was going to make sure that my sisters and I would always stay together and I would help them out, support them if they ever needed it in the future. I remember when I said that to my mom, I could see the concern and the worry leave her face, and she was like free. She was free. And I, I, just cherish that moment. I always, I always go back to that moment when things get tough and I just appreciated how much she had poured into me and my sisters and I, and, and all, and all the things that she did for us. And I just wanted to honor her and just make sure that she could leave this place and not have the stress and the, and the worry that she was currently under. I now had to make good on that promise. And I had a new mission. After graduation, I moved back to home to take care of my mom's estate. My mother had left my three sisters and I a property that had partially been completed home on it. I discussed with my sisters fixing up the property so that my sisters and I could have a place to go during their college breaks. We all agreed that was the best decision to move forward 
with renovating the property. I then got my great aunt to invest in the renovation and I started with the construction. This was my first project and I really wanted to be involved in the construction. I physically went to work every day with the different trades that were on the job, like the plumber, the electrician, the drywall, installing all the kitchens. My body was in pain. I had never, I hadn't felt this much pain since my days of playing football. Also during this time, you know, I got a call from my dad and he asked if I wanted to start a construction company with him. His credit was in horrible shape from the previous bankruptcy and the people he was currently working with did not want to work with him anymore. He needed to start this new company as a way to earn a living. And I thought, you know, my dad was making money. He could then be able to provide for my sister. So I always saw it as like a benefit. I didn't, I never really thought about the downside when going into business with him. I would own the business 100% and we would go after projects together and split the profits 50-50. I finished up the property that my mother had left my three sisters and I, and we made it a duplex. We rented out the bottom and kept the top unit so that we had a place to go back to for the summer or the holidays. It wasn't a real money maker, but it paid all the expenses for the property. And I started to realize the power of real estate. Buy it, fix it up, and then have a tenant pay down the mortgage. I then bounced around for the next two years working for another engineering firm in New York City and as a real estate agent. While I was a real estate agent, I had this huge aha that I was renting all these apartments for these landlords. I was getting paid once as a fee, but the landlords would get paid month after month after month. I said to myself, Oliver, you need to start taking owning property seriously. And with that, I started looking at properties in Washington, D.C. and in New Jersey. I couldn't afford anything in New York City. I found a place in D.C. that was in a decent neighborhood. And the awesome thing about it was that it also was like a 10-minute walk from the metro. So I knew it had promise. I started construction on that home immediately. And this time, I wasn't doing any of that manual labor that I had done previously. I just focused on driving the contract, the subcontractors that we hired and making sure that they were executing properly. Right around the same time, my dad started to get callbacks on some of the large projects we had submitted proposals together on. These jobs were like half a million dollars. These were the largest projects that I had done at the time. So I was really looking to him for his expertise. Two of the callbacks on the proposals actually turned into jobs that we signed contracts for. At this point, I had only been using my credit to pay for materials and equipment on small jobs. It was like, you know, maybe five, ten thousand $10,000, but it wasn't anything significant. Now with these larger jobs, there was going to be a significant demand for capital. And I got a little worried. I'm not going to lie. It definitely got my attention. I started to think, if these jobs don't work out, then I'm going to be stuck for all this debt. So I made the decision to start working closer with my dad. I mean, I wasn't homeless, but I was living on my dad's couch and was trying to get, you know, gain some experience and then trying to get these jobs off the ground. The work was getting executed correctly in the beginning. And I started to see the opportunity until the payments from the general contractors started to dry up. They would receive the bills, but they would sit on the bills and not pay them in the 30-day time frame that we had initially agreed upon. You know, we were getting paid in 60, 75, sometimes 90 plus days. We were putting all this money out for payroll, materials, equipment. We weren't getting paid back on time. The stress was like crazy, crazy high. And to make it even worse, one of the jobs that we were on we found some water issues and we started losing money. To this point, I had never lost money. You know, I, 
I never saw myself as someone that could even lose money. And now I was losing money. I, I was so upset. I mean, I, I hated losing to begin with. And now the company that I thought was going to provide in this great future for my sisters and I, now was putting me into this massive hole. I was in hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. And to be honest with you, I had never even made over six figures of salary at this point. And I had gotten myself into a massive, massive hole. My dad, who I was looking to for expertise, ended up not knowing as much about construction as I thought he did. And I knew I was in big, big trouble. This was my future on the line. And I really didn't have any clear solutions at the time. And I would look to my dad and he would always just say, son, you got 20, 30, 40 years to make this back. You know, don't worry. And I just would get so aggravated that he was mortgaging my future based off the decisions we made. But, you know, honestly, it wasn't until I took ownership for where the company was and where we were going to go when the company started to come out of that mess. I finished the project in D.C. I got it rented really quickly. At the time, I was using money from the rent to pay for my credit card bills. And these bills were, were huge. I mean, I was paying $2,500, $3,000 a month just in the minimum payment for these bills. That was just interest. That wasn't even, that wasn't even any principal or anything. I would then work really hard to get our clients to pay their bills, and then I would take the money back to pay the mortgage on the property. It was a disaster. The business model was like bad. We had 100% of our jobs as subcontractors, and we weren't in control of anything. We were always at the mercy of the general contractors that we were working for. My relationship with my dad was falling apart fast, and I was blaming everybody else for the problems in the business. And like I was saying before, it wasn't until I, I took ownership for where the business was that I could start to move the business actually forward. I finally stood up to my dad and took over all the financial operations and pretty much took over all the business. He would still run you know, the crews outside. Things really started deteriorating and he took like the existing clients and started his own company shortly after that. Before that transition was finalized, my dad had introduced me to a guy from Boston, and there was an instant connection with this man. It was the first time in over a year that I had felt a glimmer, even a glimmer of hope. The guy he introduced me to, his name was Bob, and he owned a construction company that was a general contractor. This is exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a general contractor. I wanted to work directly for the owners. I didn't want to be a subcontractor anymore, and this guy was doing exactly that. And now Bob was willing to work with my business so that I could be a general contractor too and work directly for the owner. He saw something in me at that time that I didn't even see in myself. I mean, my self-esteem at the time was at a negative five on a scale of zero to 10. It was not feeling good about myself at all. And the one good thing about that situation was that the problem was big enough to capture my full attention. At that point, I just was 100% laser focused. I wasn't distracted at all. I literally did everything to the T that this guy told me to do. I would call people that handled the contracts for the government every day and set up meetings to go in and visit with them. There was a sense of urgency here. I mean, I owed companies and credit card companies over half a million dollars, and I was willing to do whatever it took to get them paid back. And it took everything I had to keep moving forward. I remember my anxiety was so high that I would wake up in the morning, start working, and after only two hours of work, I would feel exhausted. I Like I literally had run a marathon. I like couldn't move. I would literally have to like crawl under my desk because I didn't have a bed at the time. I was literally sleeping in my dad's house on the couch. I would crawl under my desk, take a nap, 
and then get back up and do it all over again. And then like after making these cold calls and going to these in-person meetings for six months, I got my first big break. I got a call back on one of the proposals I had submitted. After like an explanation of the materials that we were going to use in the project, we got the contract for the job. I was so excited. I mean, for literally a year and a half, two years, I was getting beat up so badly. And this was the first time that I finally had gotten something to work in my favor in terms of getting a contract that was profitable, that we had good money on, that we were going to execute on. The project came out great and the job was profitable. And I started back on the journey of paying back the debt. I continued with marketing the company and I was marketing aggressively at this time. I mean, I was calling people nonstop. I mean, there was nothing that was going to get in my way. And the next thing I knew, I had five different contracting officers calling me back on proposals that I had submitted. We ended up getting all those jobs too. And now we had to get them completed. My partner and I worked our butts off. We were very unorthodox. I mean, I was doing every anything and everything I could to try to save a dollar just to pay back the people that had been so gracious to me and the vendors who had been so gracious to me. I really wanted to get them paid back and I just did whatever I could to save money on on the jobs so that they were profitable so I could get them paid back. And at this time, I knew I had found a business model that I could use to provide for the family like I'd always wanted to do. That belief now that I had in myself that I could do anything against all odds was an overwhelming feeling of joy and happiness. I mean, I can't even recreate that feeling for anybody else. I mean, that feeling of myself is what drives me to this day to want to help people and grow people so that they can have that same exact feeling. And that's why I'm so passionate about entrepreneurship and people gaining the courage to be entrepreneurial so that they can create an impact on their own lives and the lives that the people around them that care on them and then that depend on them. Yeah, so that's all I got. This is going to be a great ride, and I'm so excited to have you guys on it with me. Thank you for listening to The Imperfect Entrepreneur. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback.